had just unpacked my suitcase, made my bed, and changed into camp uniform. I was looking around the frenzy of parents and clothing, which I had just been told, told was called Wilson, and thought to myself, am I really going to spend seven whole weeks here? I had been introduced to other 12-year-old boys named Matt and Matthias, who looked just as awkward as I did. <laughs> but I could not picture what these next few weeks would be like. We were told to head up to Baird Hall, so I gave my dad a hug, walked up the hill, telling myself not to look back or I would seem weak. Let's fast forward five years. I'm telling myself the same thing, this time at the security checkpoint at the airport. I was 17 and bound for the, the mountains of central Alaska for one month with the National Outdoor Leadership School. My experience at Pasquani taught me how to hike fast, set up a tent, and light a whisper light stove. But the notion of spending a month in a tent out in the frozen tundra with total strangers scared me to death. Here I was, here I was a deemed quiet guy who shied away from just about every social interaction, boarding a plane to an unknown place with unknown people. For the entire eight hour plane ride, I asked myself, why did I sign up for this? I could be watching TV, hanging out with friends, or doing just about anything else with my summer. I had spent the previous five years at camp, and I felt like I needed a rest from working hard over the summer. Arriving at the base camp, I looked around to see that there are 15 other people my age looking back at me. Okay, so these are the people I will live with for the next 28 days. A few smile and seem nice, but I can't seem to find my voice and keep mostly to myself for the rest of the day, preparing for what I'm worried will be a difficult day. On the first day, the rain came pouring down. I soon realized that there are no trails in the Talkeetna Mountains and could not make sense of my map until it was already soaking wet. I followed the group of confused teenagers for a few hours before we decided to make camp. I remember lying awake in my tent with total strangers, regretting ever wanting to be in this isolated landscape. The self-pity and confusion continued for two days. The third day of our trip was the 4th of July, and I was scheduled to wake up early to cook breakfast. However, when I tried to exit my tent, I was stopped by a wall of snow. Originally, I had planned to cook a nice breakfast for the holiday, but instead I curled back up into my sleeping bag, too cold to cook or too cold to brave the morning snow. When everyone else in my tent woke up, there was no breakfast, and it was completely my fault. Instead, my tent group had to watch the other groups eat their sizzling hash browns and warm sweet bread while we dug our tent out of the snow and packed up. I let my tent, tent mates down because I refused to do something challenging. I did not grit my teeth and fight all the harder to brave the cold and do my job. I was disappointed in myself for not only failing the people who made breakfast for me, but taking a selfish, easy way out. It would go on to either rain or snow every single day of that month. But I didn't dare miss another breakfast. While it was not my favorite task, waking up early every three days to cook in the freezing rain got easier the more I did it. I finally began to make friends with my tent mates. We hiked, cooked, cleaned, and competed to see who could draw their bear mace from their holsters the fastest. 
Once making breakfast became easier, I was able to turn my efforts to other things, like planning our treks and appreciating the environment I was in. I was able to enjoy the rest of my time in Alaska because I had developed grit. According to researcher and author Angela Lee Duckworth, grit is the perseverance and passion to pursue long-term goals. A person with true grit has the mental toughness and stamina not to give up on their goals and work hard every single day. Author James Clear explains grit when he says, mentally tough people don't need to be courageous, more talented, or more intelligent, just more consistent. Mentally tough people are successful, not because they were born with remarkable ability, but because they show up every day to work on their goals. Stephen King said, talent is as cheap as table salt. What separates the talent individuals from successful ones is a lot of hard work. Kobe Bryant led the Lakers to five NBA championships in his 20-year career, not because he was a natural athlete, but because he worked harder than anybody on and off the court. When he broke or dislocated a finger, rather than taking a few weeks off to heal, Bryant completely changed his shooting technique so he wouldn't have to miss practices with While I'm not a Lakers fan, I respect Kobe Bryant because he has true grit. When I was in elementary school, I was one of the smartest kids in class. I was a good reader and could do my times tables faster than anybody. I was naturally gifted in remembering basic American history, and for this, my teachers praised me. I thought I had friends because I always answered correct questions correctly in class, that made, and that made me cool. I thought, I thought I would always be the best at whatever I did, so I stopped trying. When I reached sixth grade, I thought I would cruise through the year effortlessly. I was wrong. The first day of algebra class, I was totally lost. I could not understand the concept of order of operations immediately, as I had expected. And instead of trying a bit harder to focus on the subject, I wallowed in self-pity. I came home that day feeling like I had reached the peak in my life and begun a slow decline into mediocrity. I thought I would lose all my credibility and all my friends because I did not get a perfect score on my homework. As I devalued myself, I began to blame other people for my shortcomings. I blamed my teachers for not presenting the material well enough and my classmates for distracting me during class. I blamed just about everyone except for the only person who could actually do something about it, me. After a couple miserable weeks in sixth grade math, my teacher noticed that I had not been doing well and asked how my studying was going. I told him that I didn't normally study for math and that these things usually came to me. He laughed and told me, this is not a math problem. This is a you problem. Try harder. This is not what I wanted to hear, but it's what I needed to hear. I didn't need someone to feel bad for me like I wanted. I needed to grit my teeth and keep trying after failure. I had based so much of my self-confidence on natural intelligence that when it wasn't enough, I felt worthless. I was angry at first. Being told that I wasn't doing enough was not what I was used to. But once I calmed down, I began to notice what everyone else around me had been doing the whole time, working hard. I wasn't good at it at first, 
But over the course of that year, I began to develop, develop a work ethic in school that would eventually lead me through high school and into college. Now in a rigorous engineering curriculum, I can feel confident in myself because I know I'm not the smartest person there, but I can be the hardest worker. And that's the most valuable thing. At Paswani, we develop grit through just about everything we do. Through sweeping Southern Dana, improving our tennis strokes, or climbing up the lemon squeezer on Cardigan. Every day we have the opportunity to work hard and improve ourselves and accomplish our goals. This is not as simple as it sounds. Every one of you has been that awkward and nervous new boy that I was 10 years ago. It took courage to come here, but now you've been here for four weeks and that takes grit. To be gritty, you must have that growth mindset to believe you can improve. Stanford professor Carol Dweck, who created the term growth mindset, discovered that when people believe they can improve, they understand that effort and not skill makes them stronger. Therefore, they put in extra time and effort, and that leads to higher achievement. It isn't easy to see grit in action, because by nature, it shows itself in small increments. Nobody's going to master turning on the lathe or table duty in one day, but we can get a little bit better each day. An old coach of mine used to ask us before every practice, what can you get 2% better at today? 2% is a manageable amount. You can rig a sailboat 2% faster than yesterday. You can sweep 2% more dirt out of that crack by the door. A summer at Pasquani is exactly 50 days long. If you improve something by 2% every day for 50 days, you will have improved 100% at that task. True grit is being able to show up every day with that 2% in mind and work your hardest to accomplish it. When I was COD on the first Sunday of this season, I watched everyone struggle to figure out the camp routine. There were forgotten toothbrushes, towels, and shoes. And by the time Mr. Vinny and I had walked through all the dorms, we were 12 minutes late for breakfast. I was COD on Sunday of the third week as well, but what I witnessed was completely different. Every single member of our community had improved their morning routine, and this time, Mr. Vinny was finished the walkthrough seven minutes before breakfast. Grit is tough to measure, but there you have it. We have improved by 19 minutes in three weeks. That means we're starting our days 37% quicker from wake up to breakfast. What can we work on next? While talent can be useful for specific skills, the beauty of grit is that it can be applied to anything in life. If you're naturally good at baseball and don't improve your pitching, you will not change. However, if you come to pitching instruction every day, not only will you develop as a baseball player, but you'll be able to apply that consistent work ethic to anything, say studying for an exam or even making new friends. I'll close with Sir Francis Drake's words that we say every week, which remind us that it's not the beginning, but the continuing of the same until it be thoroughly finished, which yieldeth the true glory. Thank you.